You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. As you know, you put in five bucks, you get $150 in free plays. If you're a new customer, NBA games only. All right. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about player expectations for next season with Arizona basketball. A little bit of recruiting going on as well. So let's get to it. First and foremost... A lot of people are asking, what are the roles of players on the team next year? And so let's start breaking that down. First, Kirk Risa. That's the lightning rod that I think a lot of people are wondering about and who he, what Arizona needs from him. And I'll be honest with you. They're going to need him to be able to step up big time next year. He's going to be, af- he's going to be asked to be an all-conference type guy. This year, he was able to kind of go along for the ride to a certain extent. But after that, he made some big shots, but defenses really weren't keying on him. As a matter of fact, he was kind of the, what, the fourth or fifth option right there. This year is going to be different, and he's got to be able to hit those three-point shots. That is where he stands right now. Um, As far as a statistical perspective, I think you're looking at, and you're probably thinking, okay, I need you to be able to get me... 14 points, 13 points, something like that. But your percentages, no matter what, have to be higher. They've got to be in the 40s for your field goal percentage. They've also got to be somewhere in there for the three-point percentage. He's a guy, though, that needs to take a big step. All right, Pella Larson. Now, he's another guy that at you know six foot four, 200 pounds, he became a really good defender. And you watch him, and he just understands. He's strong, he's physical, and he's also got a really good lateral ability defensively that not a lot of guys have the big thing for him is offensively you're going to be able to replace some of that production that you lost from Ben Matherin and that you lost from Christian Coloco he became a much better shooter as the season went on that's that's certain and I think that this is a guy how do I put this he he needs to be in that 12 to 13 range as far as points per game he also needs to be shooting in the mid 40s and he's got that capability he was so much better towards the end of the season I just don't know what his upside is necessarily and that's where it's difficult to really gauge because if you don't know somebody's upside you don't really know what to expect from them or what's a realistic expectation I would imagine Lloyd's going to start conservatively and put him in that 12 to 13 point range. And no matter what happens, Arizona is going to start these two in the backcourt next year. I think a lot of people are wondering who are you going to be getting? Um, and, uh, you know, to replace these guys, these two are starting that simple. All right. Now, Dalen Terry, assuming he comes back, Dalen Terry needs to be the best player on the team. A Julius Tabellis can be uh, physically, um, you know, an all-conference type guy, but Dalen's going to have the ball in his hands, and quite frankly, Dalen should have the ball in his hands. If he doesn't come back, I think he's making a mistake because I think if he does come back, he'd be a first-round pick. 
from a statistical perspective, we talked about this, but I think 15 points, five rebounds, four or five assists, something like that. That's where I'm expecting Dalen Terry to be. And obviously bring in that great defense. He does that. He'll be a first round pick. All right. The other guys though, that are on the perimeter are Adama ball. And we're going to talk about Philip Borov Canning here in just a second on what to expect from him. But first, as you know, DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Put in five bucks on these games, you get $150 in free plays. New customers only, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. By the way, my pick has been from the beginning, the Miami Heat, to win the NBA title. So that will be my DK pick of the week right there. All right, Philip Bo- uh, Borov Cannon and... Adama Ball. Um, Adama Ball is kind of the guy that you're sleeping on a little bit. Nobody really knows what to expect. I think Arizona is certainly hoping that he can give you that, what, nine, 10 points per game. And if he gets you anything more than that, that's certainly awesome because he, um, he's got the talent. You don't put a guy out there at the end of the season, as we've talked about, if you don't think that he can play at some level. And I certainly think that he can play at that level. He's going to be much, much needed out there. And if he can maybe really take that jump and become a 13, 14 point per game guy, then it really changes things because now, all right, we've replaced a lot of the scoring you got right there. Okay. Philip Borov Cannon. I'll be honest with you. I don't know really what to expect from him because you look at the tape, you look at the film, he's six foot eight. He can move, he can shoot, he can dribble. He can do a lot of different things. He's a really talented kid. The competition he's going against isn't good, um, so that's difficult. It's going to be a real difference when he gets to the Pac-12 level, but at this point in the game, let's be honest here, Tommy Lloyd certainly deserves the benefit of the doubt right there because he's put guys, you know, every everything Tommy Lloyd's touched since he's been here has turned out to be good. And I think in the fact that he prioritized this kid certainly shows that he thinks that he can be something. And so we'll certainly keep an eye on him. He's signed. I would still put him more as a role player, a guy who you hope after a little bit of time in the weight room can get to that next level. But, you know, we'll see. Um, he does have he does have some very intriguing characteristics, though. So that's kind of your perimeter right now. Arizona is going to add a couple more players for sure. There's no doubt about it. I wouldn't be surprised if some guys in the uh, in the portal, maybe a guy from Texas, is somebody that um, Arizona looks at very uh, very hard. Um, you're not going to get a true difference maker, but if you can get a guy that can defend and he can score 10, 11 points per game, maybe get you a couple assists, that's also where you're looking at. Again, probably a guy from the Big 12 to certainly keep an eye on right there. All right. Now, I wanted to just kind of wrap up some loose ends around here. Stanley Berryhill, our guy. We're going to try to get him back on here this coming week. He uh, uh, Minicamp has started for the Falcons. We will keep you uh, in the loop on everything Stan is doing. That's certainly a good opportunity for him because the Atlanta Falcons don't have a ton of wide receiver talent, and he's a pretty talented dude. So, Certainly something to keep an eye on right there, and we will keep you up to date on that as well. All right, in a second, we're going to talk a little bit of Arizona women's basketball. But first, as you know, DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Put in 5 bucks, you get $150 in free plays on these NBA games. you got to be a new customer, though. Again, I like the Miami Heat. I've liked them. So if you think that I'm smart, go with them. If you think I'm an idiot, go against them. Really that simple. 
All right, Adia Barnes, before we sign off, and this is going to be a little bit of a shorter pod, but people, you just brought in now an all-conference player from ASU. This is, Adia Barnes knows what she's doing, and I'm going to keep saying that. There are certain coaches that you look at and you're like, ah, they don't know what they're doing. Adia Barnes knows what she is doing. So when you see somebody like the ASU transfer that she has just brought in, you got to look and you got to say, okay, she knows what she she knows what she's doing. You just added a 17 point per game player. And on top of that, at a position and at a, you know, let's be honest, you watch Arizona women's basketball last year. This was a team that really, really struggled to score. And now all of a sudden you've got, you've added three all conference type players. Now, a lot of people were saying, you know, it's not, it's not a good look that you lose all these players. But when you're adding somebody like a Jade LaVille from ASU, who is 17 points per game torched Arizona this past year, when Adia Barnes is sitting there comfortably talking about next year, she generally has an idea of what she's talking about. And I think that's something that we certainly need to keep an eye on right there. So again, between her, between her, and two other players you brought in, you've just brought in 35 points of offense. This should be a team that should be ready to rock and roll. And I would imagine it's going to be a top 10 team sooner than later. Okay, we'll be back with you Sunday. But thanks so much. You've been listening to the AC Wildcats podcast.